Welcome to The Long and Short of the Week Ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's good to have you here with us again. Thanks very much, Matt. It's great to be here. So as we look into next week, I think there's going to be a key focus really on global growth, but also from a regional perspective, perhaps an interesting week for the UK. And of course, let's not forget the Fed minutes coming up next week as well. So perhaps you can just guide us through how you're thinking about the next week. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Matt. To put it into perspective, it's been another complex week for financial markets with markets divided between the US soft and hard landing camps against a backdrop of uncertainty with debt ceiling negotiations threatening to go right to the wire. In this environment, markets are more acutely sensitive to data and policymaker comment, and there are a few things in particular we'll be looking out for next week. Firstly, we get the global flash PMI data for May. Now, the May data will be watched very closely, especially in the manufacturing sector and in Europe, after some signs in the April data that the stability of Q1 is starting to falter. This focus on the global growth narrative will likely be further emphasised by new projections from the OECD and their economic outlook. Of particular focus will be the updated forecasts for China, as recent data suggests a modest slowing of economic momentum, underwhelming market expectations of the reopening growth rebound. We discuss the global growth, inflation and policy outlook further in this week's blog uh, and give our macro thoughts on the implications for bonds, equities and for the dollar. Secondly, next week will be an important week for the UK, as you said, Matthew, having implied a desire to pause rates at current levels contingent on the absence of further inflation persistence. The Bank of England will be hopeful of a significant inflation drop next week. Market expectation is for a fall to 8.1% year-on-year for April, and that's down from 10.1% in March, a drop that, if validated, will question the interest rate curves that currently price almost two further 25 basis point rate hikes from the Bank of England. Now, on Friday, we also get an update on the consumer with retail sales data for April. We've made our views very clear for a while now that the Bank of England have likely tightened further than warranted. And as a function of inflation risks, putting ourselves in the Tenreiro Dingra camp on rates. Next week will be very important for expectations, forward path of Bank of England policy rates, and we'll be paying very close attention. Lastly, we get the FOMC minutes from the May the 2nd and 3rd meeting of this month. Now, as we suggested earlier, markets are divided in the US about the growth trajectory, a projection that is made more complex by the monetary policy lags, by the small bank credit shock, and of course, by the uncertainty around the current debt ceiling debate. At the May meeting, Powell implied that the Fed will pause policy in June. Thus, the minutes will be very keenly watched for clues about the divergence of views on the committee, on inflation, on growth, on the impact of the small bank credit shock on aggregate demand, and ultimately on the collective propensity to tighten policy further. Our view remains clear that the inflation decline through the rest of 2023 will quickly push real rates beyond sufficiently restrictive and thus a policy easing bias likely emerges. The Fed minutes and the new employment and inflation data at the start of June will shape expectations for the Fed's response at the June FOMC. Thank you, Neil. An important week and lots for us to be keeping an eye on. In the meantime, we have the weekend. Dare I ask, what do you have your eye on? 
Oh, absolutely. There's a few things out there. After the spectacular win in Europe for West Ham United on Thursday, we get a, at the penultimate fixture round of this year's Premiership with huge games at the top, Liverpool versus Aston Villa, Man City versus Chelsea, and at the bottom uh, with Leeds, Leicester, Forest and Everton, all with difficult opponents. The Formula One is cancelled this week due to the flooding in Imola. But the sunshine should be out in the UK and should be very helpful for a full county cricket schedule this weekend as minds focus on the fast approaching Ashes series uh, less than a month away now. All of this against a relaxing backdrop of the US PGA Championships from Oak Hill in New York will keep me very entertained. That certainly sounds like a good weekend and uh, hopefully with the UK weather, we might even have a chance of a second barbecue of the season. Marvellous. Thank you for joining us once again and for outlining your thoughts on the week ahead. As ever, I look forward to catching up with you again next week. Thanks very much, Max. Thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead. Information data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SLJ Capital, Horizon Capital or the Intesis and Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed to professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell, or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives. 